Hey, Parenting Beyond Discipline listeners, ready to create a home that fosters love, warmth, and style? Look no further than Home Threads, your partner in crafting a nurturing environment. At HomeThreads.com, explore a thoughtfully curated collection of furniture designed for families who believe in positive parenting. From cozy reading nooks to durable playroom essentials, our pieces are crafted to enhance your parenting journey. HomeThreads has an incredible selection of furniture, decor, and accessories like throw pillows, blankets, to snuggle under for family movie nights, or reading time that helps you create the warm, cozy home that is the foundation for happy family memories. I love all the great pieces I've gotten from Home Threads to finish the look in my home. Gorgeous yet durable and cozy accent throw pillows, blankets, and some really cute wall decor. I have an ocean theme throughout my downstairs, so I got a couple of really great wall pieces to finish that look. And some picture frames for the family photos. Visit homethreads.com slash parenting today and get a code for 15% off your order. That's homethreads.com slash parenting to get your code for 15% off your order because great parenting deserves a great home. Home Threads, love where you live. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Your Village podcast. Parenting Beyond Discipline. The place to learn about all things parenting and get your questions answered. I'm your host, Aaron Royer Asmeland. I know I originally had a different topic on the schedule for this episode, but that will be pushed to next week. Because of an incident that has been big in the news and all over social media, and that is the story about Brock Turner, I felt it was very important that I share some tips about teaching our kids about consent. This is one of those topics that I was referring to when I shared back in the intro episode that we would cover it all. Now, as a warning, while the words I use will be clean, no profanity, no vulgarity, I will be touching on ways to talk with kids about sex and sexuality. I will be using proper anatomical terms for body parts and discussing how to teach your kids about sexual consent and boundaries. So if this is something that you prefer to share with your kids in your own words, feelings, values, and time, and your kids are around now, then you may want to listen to this another time when they're not around. If you're not aware of the details of the case I mentioned earlier, you can search Brock Turner on Google as I don't want to share anything alarming for those who might still be listening with their kids in the immediate area. I will say there were two witnesses who saw the crime, stopped the perpetrator, and held him until police arrived. He was convicted on three counts. The only personal thought I will share on this entire case is my grave disappointment in the complete lack of empathy and understanding about the gravity of his crime and its effect on the victim by both the perpetrator, but even more, especially by his father. We parents pass on our attitudes about sex, gender roles, gender value, and how we treat other people overall. But in addition to leading by example, it is imperative 
that when we discuss topics with our kids about sex, sexuality, and intercourse, that the topic of consent be a very important piece of these conversations. I know talking openly about sex with kids is not most people's strong suit. While this episode will not cover that topic in depth, I will touch on it as it relates to consent and then cover it in a later episode. But first, there are a couple of key areas that I need to touch on, and these are entitlement and helping children understand boundaries, both physical and emotional boundaries set down by others, and how and why to respect those. These are important foundational pieces to have in order for everyone to have an understanding of and appreciation for consent. So I'm going to talk about entitlement for a moment. Entitlement is that belief that one deserves whatever they want the moment they want it, or that they deserve something they have not earned. A sense of entitlement can play a big role in rape. Without the idea that one deserves what one hasn't been given permission to have, it would not occur. And parenting style greatly affects one's development of this attitude of entitlement. And unfortunately, the most common parenting style today is one that tends to lead to an inflated sense of entitlement. So if you are concerned about this outcome in your family or that your kids may have an inflated sense of entitlement, it's important to get that in check. We do this with discipline. Now, discipline does not mean punishment. It actually comes from the Latin word disciplina, which is also where the word disciple comes from, and it means to guide, teach, or coach. The intro to discipline class on our site talks about parenting styles and their outcomes, and all of our discipline classes teach methods of discipline that build mutual respect, cooperation, and a strong sense of responsibility while also strengthening relationships. So to learn about all of our discipline classes available, you can go to yourvillageonline.com and click on the discipline dropdown. You can also listen to the episode we have on respect that gives some tips on how to teach and expect respectful behavior from your children and in your family. The next big piece that needs to be in place is an understanding of boundaries, what they are, how to listen to others when they set boundaries, and why it's important to respect those boundaries. And this, just like solid discipline, starts early. I will go through a list of several things parents can do to teach respectful boundaries and consent at different ages. This first list is a list of things you can start teaching as early as two, and it's a good solid list of skills and rules for preschool kids ages two to five. Teach the rule that don't, stop, and no are words that need to be honored. So the rule is this, if someone tells you no, don't, or stop. You need to stop whatever you are doing immediately, whether it's teasing, getting in their personal space, splashing them, squirting them with a water gun. You can start coaching this lesson very early, right around two. You could say something like, Brandon just told you to stop. When someone says stop, you need to stop what you're doing immediately. Now this will take time, so just keep working on it keep reminding and coaching. Three to four-year-olds may be able to stop immediately with a reminder. By five, expect kids to stop with a reminder. 
And by seven, expect they know and respect this rule. Now, we have been using and enforcing this rule in our home since our kids were about two. And they are now five, five, and seven. And while they've all gotten a lot better at it and follow it pretty well, they all still need reminding from time to time. Now, there's also the other side to this. And that is teaching our kids that it's okay for them to set their own boundaries, even with relatives, meaning if they don't want to be hugged, kissed, or touched, they get to say so. They get to be the boss over their own body. When we blow over this thinking, well, my intentions are pure, it still sends a message that they don't get to set boundaries around their own bodies. It blurs the lines for them about when they should or shouldn't be allowed to say they don't want to be touched. Your child always gets to say when he or she doesn't want to be touched. So if grandma wants a hug or Aunt Eunice wants to grab cheeks and your child isn't in the mood, as hard as it can be, it's our job to advocate for our children and let the other adult know that our child is not interested right now. To me, there is nothing more important than my family's health and well-being. We all know the quality of the air in our home is important. But did you know indoor air quality can be up to 100 times dirtier than outdoor air? I've got to tell you about Puro Air. In 30 minutes, this device will remove allergens, dust, smoke, dander, and gases from the room. Puro Air uses a stronger filter called a HEPA-14 that filters pollutants at a microscopic level and is backed by scientists from Harvard and MIT. In laboratory studies, users saw noticeably cleaner air in just 30 minutes. When it comes to babies and children, there's nothing worse than dealing with a cranky baby or child who can't sleep because of congestion. Air purifiers can help reduce congestion and improve immune system function to fight those winter colds and flus. I use my Puro Air purifiers to clean the air in my home, especially in our bedrooms while we sleep. It has a quiet, relaxing hum and cleans the air from pet dander, allergens, viruses, dust, mold, odors, and contaminants. It has four levels, low, medium, high, and sleep, and four different timer options so you can customize it to your home and your needs. Check out Puro Air at getpuroair.com. That's G-E-T. P-U-R-O-A-I-R dot com. Puro Air is the only air filter that uses a HEPA 14 filter. That's getpuroair.com. Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new-to-you styles. My favorite thing about Armoire is all the different style and occasion options from casual to athleisure to night out, work formal, work casual, a total of eight different occasions, three weather options, and 11 categories including accessories, outerwear, and blazers, just to name a few. With Armoire, you can always have something new to wear without the hassle and closet clutter. You know the feeling. You open your closet, it's full, but you have quite literally nothing to wear. You're bored with everything in there. Enter Armoire. Armoire allows you to rent high-quality designer clothes for every occasion. Whether you're planning your outfit for date night, packing for a conference, or in need of a gown for a black tie event, you will be the best-dressed person in the room. 
Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off the first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash parenting. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash parenting to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try armoire today. Also, teach your kids to ask permission for any physical contact with a friend. You could say, it looks like you'd like to give Emma a hug. Okay, let's ask her if it's okay. Teach about emotions. Teaching children about emotions and giving them language for their emotions first helps them connect to their own feelings, but then also recognizes emotions in others. The first step to this is labeling the emotion for your child when you see that she is feeling upset. These are some examples. You're angry that the dog just ate your cracker. You are mad that the block tower fell over. You're frustrated that I said no to the cookie before dinner. This helps your child connect the feelings she is having with the language, and she will soon be able to express her feelings in words. I share a lot of other ways to teach about and develop emotion skills in the class on tantrums, which is available now at our site, yourvillageonline.com. I also will cover this topic in our class, Your Developing Toddler, which is coming soon. Also, teach empathy. This is a big piece and a big job, and there's a lot to it. But it's also an extremely important piece when it comes to preventing rape and other personal violations. Someone with a strong sense of empathy will not be violating another person in any such manner. And I go into deeper detail into this also in the class on your developing toddler. So if you want to be alerted when that class comes out, be sure to sign up for our newsletter at yourvillageonline.com contact. But in general, explain to your child how his actions affect others, how grabbing the toy from his friend made his friend sad. Also, never force apologies. I know that's hard, but forcing apologies doesn't give your child the chance to develop his or her own internal sense of empathy. Explain how the other child feels. Ask your child how he would feel if someone did that to him. Then ask if he would like to say he's sorry. Would you like to say you're sorry to David for grabbing the toy? If he says no, don't force it. I know that's hard, but forcing apologies just builds resentment. Forcing apologies just builds resentment. So be patient and allow your child time to develop his or her own internal sense of empathy. And the apologies will follow naturally in their time. For elementary age kids, ages 5 to 10, you want to keep coaching and doing the things I shared for preschoolers in age-appropriate ways, but also you can teach and discuss more about how their behavior affects other people in broader terms. If they play a joke by scaring a friend and the friend didn't think it was funny, or you can talk about leaving a backpack right in front of the door where someone can trip. You can also talk about how good behavior affects others in positive ways, like helping a friend out or pitching in around the house. When your child asks questions about how babies are made, answer their questions honestly and be sure to remark about consent, making it as much a piece of the equation as the mechanics and any other family values that you feel need to be in place. 
So for instance, my five-year-old daughter asked me a couple of weeks ago, how babies get inside mommies. So you would say something like, when two people love each other or two people are married, whatever your values are, and decide they want to make a baby, the man puts his penis inside the lady's vagina. Now, how and when to share how much information is too broad of a topic for this episode. So I will add an episode about this in the future, as well as a class on the website. But for now, just know that the rule of thumb is to answer what they ask. You don't need to go into deeper detail or elaborate, but don't gloss over it either. Answer honestly and straightforward without shame. Don't use silly names for sexual organs, either when discussing the mechanics of intercourse or when discussing your own child's body parts. This creates an air of secrecy and shame, so always use the correct anatomical terms. Did you wash your penis? Did you wash your vagina? When it comes to questions about sex, if you aren't sure how to answer something, let your child know. You could say, that's a great question and I'm not sure of the full correct answer. So let me find out and we can talk about this more after dinner. Don't put it off just because you're uncomfortable and hope he forgets. You want to be the one your child comes to with these questions. You want to keep the lines of communication open, especially around sex and sexuality. So as uncomfortable as it may be at first, just do it. It does get easier with practice. Now for middle school, high school, and young adults, don't press or pry about romantic relationships or interests. If it seems like a friendship is turning into a crush or a romantic interest, no need to mention it. If your child wants to share, she will. Be open to answering questions if she does ask, but never push or pry. If you've followed all the guidelines up to this point, good discipline that teaches and instills respect for self and others, taught emotion skills and empathy and respecting boundaries and have educated your child on sex, both the mechanics and pleasurable aspects, then you've laid a strong foundation. So now in these middle school, high school ages is when the talks about sexual consent and exactly what it means and why it's important need to be added to the conversation. Share what sexual consent is. It is getting permission from the other person before engaging in any sexual contact, hugging, touching, kissing, and of course, intercourse. Teach that only yes means yes, no answer, does not mean yes. It means I'm thinking about it or I'm not sure. That's a no for right now. Ask your child how he or she would know if someone was ready to be touched or kissed. What would he or she do if someone pulled away or said no? How would he feel? If you hear your child or a group of his or her friends objectifying another, step in and share your values that people are more than just sexual objects that while he or she may be hot or sexy, that he or she also has skills and attributes beyond their looks. Coach boys on what it means to be a good man, what it means to respect others in a dating situation. Talk about rape and consent as it relates to partying and drinking or drugs, that no one can consent to sex who is too drunk or unconscious, and this is illegal and can get you into a lot of trouble and frankly, ruin your life. Ask lots of questions. If you've had a lot to drink, 
How will you know it's okay to kiss or touch someone? What if the other person has had a lot to drink? Also, teach your kids to step in and protect another if they are too inebriated and look to be trying to fend someone off. Teach your children that the responsibility is always on the perpetrator and never the victim to prevent the assault. I know this is a pretty heavy topic, but it's a very, very important one. We never want our children to be the victim of sexual assault. And frankly, we never want our child to be the perpetrator either. If there's anything we've learned from the case in the news lately, it's that it affects lives deeply and changes them forever. In our next episode, I will get back to the more lighthearted topic of sharing some tips for traveling with kids as we head into the summer travel season here in the Northern Hemisphere, be it by train, plane, or car. I have tips to share to make your vacation or holiday, as they say in other parts of the world, go smoother and be more enjoyable. If you have a question, please be sure to send it to podcast at yourvillageonline.com. To see what episodes we have coming up, you can go to yourvillageonline.com slash podcast. Thanks for listening to this episode, and I'll see you next time. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.